morning. This is Sister Lisa coming to you from the ILL, the Edwin Elder Library. And today we're on page 17, Punch the Bully, Dealing with Anxiety by Abby Drost. What causes anxiety? Genetics. Where does anxiety come from? Most of us have experienced anxiety at some point in our lives, but some people struggle much more with anxiety than other people. Personally, anxiety was a constant companion of mine ever... Personally, anxiety was a constant companion of mine ever since I was a child. I didn't understand it or even really realize what it was, but I have sure suffered greatly from it. However, my husband is the type of person who rarely experiences anxiety. I would feel so envious of his freedom from the constant torment of anxiety and marvel at it, how he was not bothered by the worries that controlled my emotions. Fearfulness runs in our family. It seems to be something in our genes, my mother would tell me. Science has shown that she was probably right. The tendency towards anxiousness does seem to have some genetic and biological causes. According to a study done by Dr. Michael Gottschalk and Dr. Katrina Domshe, D-O-M-S-C-H-K-E, genetics appear to play a 30% role in the tendency towards anxiety. The study found that anxiety and depression are often rooted in neurotoxism. N-E-U-R-O-T-I-C-I-S-M, which is largely determined by genetics. It's defined as a tendency towards negative feelings such as anxiety, depression, and self-doubt. Our genetics form our basic hard wiring as a person, and in some people, this personalized blueprint is much more sensitive to negative experiences and feelings. This type of person will be much more susceptible to anxiety and fearfulness than a person who is born with a low level of neural that word N-E-U-R-O-T-I-C-I-S-M now I interpreted in the colleges for deaf and hard of hearing people I I interpret a lot of psychology classes so I should know some of these words but this is not one that I remember the teacher talking about so I didn't know how to say it but anyway it's true sometimes you say oh I just love let's just use an example I just love the Joneses that's such a that's such a happy family they're such a good-natured family. She says, oh, man, let's, let's stay away from, um, let's stay away from, I don't know what name, because they always say keeping up with the Joneses or something like that. That's why I picked the Joneses. But if your last name's Jones, at least you got some good, good qualities. You're rich. You're happy. You're a good you're an example that everybody else wants to keep up with, it seems like. But, um, um, well... Some other people might be depressed. Oh, that family, just being around that family just gives me a bad feeling. I just feel so depressed. Or they're always griping about their aches and their pains. and Or, you know, just something like that. It does seem to run in families. Different traits do seem to run in families. But then sometimes you'll say, oh, that youngest child of so-and-so, they're nothing at all like the rest of the family. Or there's a black sheep of the family. Somebody that's just totally just... Um, ruins that family's name because of um, their bad deeds. So on the flip side, somebody's like, um, you know, they're um, they're the first one in the family that has ever went to college, or that's the first one in the in the family that ever really amounted to anything. You know, that's from people's. That's people judge by um, judge ya. You know, by different things, which is wrong. <laughs> which is wrong in itself. Because not everybody knows the whole story. Nobody knows your whole story. And there's a lot of people that look poor and maybe even act poor that may have tons 
of money. They may be really wealthy. Might be why they're rich. It's because they live like they're not. (laughs) And on the other side, there's some people that look like they're rich and they're not. They have a lot of debt, a lot, a lot of bank cards, credit cards, a lot, a lot of loans. So you can't judge a book by its cover. That's a, a popular saying and a very good saying to use in the library, right? You cannot judge a book by its cover. The other day, I was looking for a book. I knew I had a book that one of my friends had written. And I was looking on the shelves, looking on the shelves. But I couldn't remember what the name of the book was called. And I happened to ask Melissa. And she happened to have a a copy of the book. And so when I saw the copy, when I saw the name of the book, I could find my copy. The The author's name was not on the side. And I couldn't remember the name of the book. So you can't judge a book by its cover. And sometimes the books are right there underneath your very nose. Some things, the things that you need are right there at your very end of your nose or at your fingertips. Say, I looked all over for my glasses. They were on top of my head. Or I used my phone, my cell phone, for the last five minutes to search my car looking for my cell phone. You've heard people talk about stuff like that. So you know what? You hold the key to your happiness. You hold the key. Uh, I, Sunday I talked about change your water, change your life. But it's also true about change your attitude, change your life. Change your attitude. Have an attitude of gratitude. Be thankful for what you've got. And um, um, I was, um, my daughter was here earlier today. Um, they're, going, they're doing Dr. Seuss week. And they were borrowing some of my stuff. And it was getting a picture made. And I said, well, if I had my studio set up, uh, with my camera lights, I have all kinds of stuff. I've got all kinds of equipment. I just don't know how to set it all up. So, they're right there. A lot of times you have things right at your fingertips, but they're not accessible because you don't have them properly. we got to put things in proper perspective, proper order, utilize what we have. And, you know, the greatest gifts, the greatest gifts that God gave us are the fruits of the Spirit. Love, peace, joy, gentleness, kindness. Um, I always get the uh, gifts of the Spirit and the fruits of the Spirit mixed up. But all of them, all of them together to be full of the Holy Ghost. Let the Holy Ghost lead and guide us and order our steps. And each day will be a day that's productive because we will be doing the will of God. So today, point others to the cross. Don't worry about stuff. Turn it all over to Jesus. Let go and let God. Have a great day. Bye-bye.